Rosie. Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look who's here in the studio. It's me. How's it feel to be in here? Well, I was a little nervous uh -huh. earlier, but mm -hmm. now I'm a little more calm. Wonderful. And I'm staring directly <laughs> into your eyes. But we do that all the time anyway. Yeah, but there's not always all this equipment in between us. Well, maybe this will help. Let's play a game. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe like uh, taboo. Taboo. Like I'll give you some clues and then you'll have to guess what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Does I that know, make sense? I know how to play taboo, Daniel. Oh, you'd prefer if I did not taboo-splain? Yes, please. All right, let's get started. Timer on the clock. Ooh. All right, first up. Okay. It's an independent podcast app. Got it. It embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. Mm-hmm. It has no exclusives. Mm-hmm. No premium content. All right. No paywalls. Great. And it's a great podcast app for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you think you know it? I think I do. Huh. What do you think it is? Sounds like the Overcast app. Beep, 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 beep. Toots got it. Yay. Look at that. I win. Nicely done. How does one get the app? Well, if one were to want to get the app, one could get it for free in the app store. Fantastic. Cool. You going to check it out? I might. Very wonderfully noncommittal. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye. Education. Hello. Hey. This is Ergo. It certainly is. I'm Kiss. I'm Damon. And we are officially in the midst of our education suite. So what we're doing in collaboration with our buddy Eve Ewing this month is talking with educators, researchers, organizers, movement workers who are reimagining what our education system can look like, understanding the history of how education and schooling has brought us to this point, uh, and, and connecting what's happening in Chicago to what's happening across this country. So before we talk to some folks about what's going on right now, we're going to actually go back um, to a really like phenomenal experience we had um, going up to Uplift High School for 10 weeks and working with these amazing young folks, not only to record the some of the things you're going to hear today, but also have like longer, really in-depth conversations about like life and humanity. So yeah, this was in the spring semester of 2019, Dame. We were up in Uplift, right? That, that sounds about right. Uh, it it feels longer than that, but wow, the world has changed a lot in a few months or a little bit more than a year. Uh, but it was a really profound experience to, to talk to some really thoughtful young people. Also to get just like the the energy of being in a school space. It, this was cool because it wasn't just like a media event or a one-time pop-in thing. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful because it wasn't just like a podcast taping. Um, it was us coming back week after week and having deeper conversations about dialogue um, and about how we can humanize and use communication uh, to address power dynamics in the school, but also in like the world at large. And yeah, they, they were dope. So what you're going to hear is audio recorded on one of those 10 sessions that we did with them. It wasn't what all of our conversations culminated into exactly. This was just kind of like one of the days and we brought the mics in so you could get kind of a slice of life of what the conversations we were having with these brilliant and wonderful young people were. Uh, you, you'll hear audio from two different sections. Uh, the first one was a group of 10th graders, and the second one was a group of 11th graders who we'd been with uh, through these, I guess it was eight weeks before that. And they were so generous with their thoughts, um, and we're excited to bring them to you. Also, big, big thank you to Justin Barnes, an Ergo listener and audio editor, who took these raw recordings 
and did some amazing work cleaning them up so that I would stop procrastinating and actually turn this into an episode. So thank you, Justin, for all your help in making that happen. So again, shout out to, you know, one, just like fam and 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 part of our tribe and community, but the amazing educator um, who hosted us in his classroom, Zane Bully. Uh, if you want to hear more about Zane, we had an actually follow-up conversation with him in part of our On the Line series, uh, right when schools were going to virtual learning during the pandemic. Uh, and I think it really actually speaks um, to the ethic of community uh, that was able to nurture the conversations that we were able to have. So thank you so much to Zane Bully. Um, shout out to Kumba Links um, and also uplifting the the sustainable community school model, uh, which movement fought for for decades um, and uplift is one of the schools that, that is having this model, which made it possible for us to be able to engage with young folks in the first place. So thank you so much to our Kumba Links family and, and much love to all the students that participated. All right, let's head in to the classroom to hear from the students of Uplift kicking off our education suite. Let's get it. Education. Can everybody see me? Yeah, I feel like everybody can't see me. So we're on microphone today, right? I'm talking into this microphone. We're recording each other. Uh, so all of this preparing, all of the like, you know, norms we tried to set was so we can have it today. Um, so Kiss is gonna tell y'all a little bit about how this works. Sure. First of all, like Damon said, everything that all the conversations around norms and agreements and dialogue that we had. It was giving us tools so that when the microphones are in this room, we can remember how to listen to each other, how to respectfully talk to each other, and how to be in dialogue and conversation together. So the first thing you should know is that every noise you make into the microphone, like the noises that you were just making right there, that all got picked up right there. So that's all on the recording. So the, the side conversations, all the little comments, and it's not for us to be in surveillance and all that stuff. It's about we are making a conversation, a recording together, and then... The idea is, is that these conversations will be shared on the radio through our radio show. Um, so it might not be every moment of every conversation gets shared, but it is all being recorded over the next couple weeks. And then it'll be shared through the show and we'll make sure that y'all have the info to hear it. Let's get checked in. Raymond, I think you, you ready to go. So wait, hold on. So the question is, one to ten, how you feeling? And then a place and time where you felt free. I feel like a five. Do I got to say why? Yes. I checked the weather and it said it's going to storm me now. I look like a bum and it feel good outside. <laughs> so that upset me. And I feel free when I'm in my room by myself. My name's Jacqueline. I feel a 10. Hey. I feel free when I'm in my room or at the rain house. Brianna, I feel like a four. <laughs> and a place that I can be free is... I don't go outside. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> I feel that. It's your boy. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Somebody gonna be in the building next. Who, who, who all in the building? <laughs> it, it's your boy uh, Devon. <laughs> right, let a nigga go. It's your boy Devon Harris. You know what I'm saying? I'm on like a little seven today. I'm a little happy, but I ain't because I'm tired. I woke up back to sleep, but I'm Gucci. You feel me? It's a couple places I feel free. I feel free. When I'm at Foster Park, you know the hood, you know what I'm saying? Also, when I'm at Bully House, when I'm at Manny House, when I'm at Elijah House, now when I'm at home. I feel free at their crib because, like, they're my boys. I don't feel free at Jamari House because I don't like Jamari. 
But everybody else, I like them. My name is Lily, and I'm feeling like at a seven right now because I'm kind of sleepy also. And um, <laughs> and the, the time when I feel free is when I'm with my friends at school. So what are we doing? Well, you know what we're doing. How what's, we feeling? What's your name? Like, how you feeling on one to ten and a place of time where you feel free? I'm feeling great. Ten. Uh, my name's uh, Elijah. Elijah. I feel free at your mom's. I mean, uh... <laughs> At the gym. I feel free at the gym. I'm Janae. <laughs> I was actually pretty fine until I walked into this building. Mm. And um, I'm, I mean, I live in a free country, so why wouldn't I feel free? <laughs> it's your boy Bully in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like a 10. Um, it's Ramadan, first day of Ramadan. So always Ramadan Kareem. I always feel good during Ramadan. Um, I say. And for the record, Devon has never been in my house. <laughs> I so so I, I heard a lot of people say like at home or in home spaces with other people is where we feel the most free. So as we talking, right, what does freedom mean to y'all? Yeah, freedom to me means like, um, like you know, um, we can do like um, whatever we want to do. You feel me? Like, if you, you, ain't got, you ain't nobody got no strings on you, feel me? Like, you do whatever you want to do. You hear me? Like. That's what freedom mean to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have <laughs> no control, so you just free. Like you just. I'm going. <laughs> I love it. So, freedom to me is when I feel like nobody can control me. Like I'm doing what I want at the moment. You can do whatever you want without any consequences, but we end up getting. We have we end up getting consequences no matter what we do in this effed up old country. And so I heard that a lot of people feel free when they're not here, first and foremost, right? And I heard people saying freedom is is the ability to make choice of your actions and your experiences, and for that to not be like restrained. That sound accurate for what people are saying? So. I also heard that freedom is where you can do whatever you want to do and there's no consequences. And for the past, what, five weeks we've been here, y'all more or less been talking about how y'all don't feel free in this space and in this school. We Not don't. Period. Not at all. So based off your definition, should you be free in school? Yeah. Yeah, we should. So you should be able to do... What I'm hearing is you should be able to do whatever you want without consequences when you come here. Depending on what you do, though. Say more. You just can't be wild. What if somebody wants to be wild? Because the definition of free we heard was that you can do I mean, whatever you want with no I mean, it's a um, certain level. Like, you can be wow, but not like wow. So speak for yourself. What What is the level of like just doing too much. acceptable and unacceptable wildness? What's too much? This school, they probably, they want to control whatever you do. That's not right. how it goes. So, so they want to control your clothing, what you do, what you wear. So what feels not free is someone else telling you what you can and what you can't do. You be trying to take your phone. So so let's think about what a, let's think about what a model of freedom could look like. Is it freedom if y'all get to decide what you can and can't do rather than them deciding? Because that's very different from the definition that I heard, which is that you can do whatever you want. There's still rules and, and guidelines and agreements, but y'all would be the ones deciding what's okay and what's not okay for y'all. Does that feel like freedom? It's okay if no. I'm just, Some people I'm just don't know how not to go overboard. Mm. So what do we do about that? And you don't have to have an answer. That's a tough question. But like that they're in space with you. They they're need somebody to they need somebody to talk to them. Girl, stop talking to me because I wanted her to You be in um Dean Wallace's office every day. So, so I'm having freedom, right? So so let's let's bring it to the real. 
So what is one idea y'all have about how this place can be more free? Anybody over here? Okay, go ahead. Say if somebody was on their phone and like the teacher told them to put it up and they ain't put it up, so they take their phone. I feel like all you gotta do is talk to the student. Cause that ain't changing nothing really at the end of the day. That student's still gonna be on their phone. Just like when they told us we can wear hoodies. We still had them on. All right, so in, in terms of things that you wanna learn, right? Do y'all have freedom in terms of, of, of your learning? Yeah, no. I'm so tired of learning about slavery. Y'all don't even know. Yes. Pe- what? <laughs> so people are tired of learning about slavery. All of them. The slave owners. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. So, of that. so let's learn about the GDs, the BDs, and all that. Yes, we need Mr. Mig back. Right. I don't want. We've been doing slaves since fifth grade. Fourth grade. First. Why? Why y'all think that? Why y'all think that happened? Because he like learning about slaves, and I keep telling him that's not right. He making us watch these videos. So this teacher is not black. No, by white people. I don't like that. They think we care. And then they get him hanged by trees. Right? Like, don't nobody want to watch that stuff? I've been watching the same thing since fourth grade, to be okay. honest. And when we stand up, we get put in lockers. So a lot of people and a lot of black people think it's it's really important for young people in school to learn about that history. I mean, but that's not the only type of history. Mm -hmm. They got game banging history, everything. Mr. Meg used to teach us us everything. Everything into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So like, what type of thing? So so I hear y'all want to hear about. Last year we learned about the Crimson Bloods, uh, Malcolm X. Nigga, no. I, I put my face wherever I want to put my face, alright? So last year we used to talk about like Crips and Bloods and how do you and how they impacted their community and how they started as community uh organizations, then they involved to something else, selling drugs and stuff like that. And, and, and so it makes sense to me, but somebody explain why it's more valuable to learn about the history of street organizations or gangs as they're called than slavery. So we can know in case uh a GD come at me. <laughs> and they be like, spit Hold your on. lit. I don't know no lit. Teach, I, don't, I don't know that. Yeah. Teach so, so I hear you saying it help you maneuver through your environment. Yeah. Okay. We learned about how it started. Like it didn't start with just like a bunch of bad black kids or whatever. It started with the CIA. They brought drugs and all that to the black environment, and they got to selling them, and then they busted the black people that were selling them. They didn't do shit to the white people. They was basically using the black people to like. Put them in jail and stuff. They didn't teach us about the stuff in Chicago, but that's how it began in LA. Like Compton, like the Crips, the Bloods. Basically, majority of them people in that classroom is black, so why would we want to be seeing our people get hanged? Mm. And then, and so what I'm hearing is, and then when you all say that, and you say like, not only is it that, it's, it's not it's not some just like, we don't want to be talking about it. It's like, this is hurt, like this hurts to and watch he don't, this. he don't care, honestly. Right? Because he, he doesn't don't. have that same experience. Like he don't care because he not, he not. He not understand. black, he, he don't understand. Black. He, he don't, don't know how it, Right, he don't know how it feel. Yeah, so. You know, a little, I joke about some of that stuff, but he, he don't know how I feel. Like, I'm getting tired of seeing all that. All that slave stuff. And it's getting boring. All that. It's Make getting you not boring. even want to do the Let's work. Let's learn, put some excitement into the lessons. Like, Bully, he puts, he tries to put excitement into the lessons we learn. He tries. He tries. Miss <laughs> Powell, even Miss Powell, our literature teacher, she tries, tries to put excitement into the uh, stuff we learn. What does excitement look like? We some all energy. engage. Damn. We all are having fun. We all listening. We all actually learning something instead of learning the same thing. We learn different things every day. 
When you get in his classroom, it's just uh. And then I promise you, he wastes time calling security every five minutes. So I'm hearing this is one specific classroom where there's a lot of issues that go on that y'all think is like, like representative of the problems of the school. Is that fair to say? So tell me more about about the, the calling security thing. So here, y'all want to learn different things, but y'all get resistance we can, we to that. Call, we can call security on different things. We either own our phones or or a plan or something. And what happens when security gets called? They either take us downstairs or just like cheer. I'm also hearing that there's a that there's an issue with the cultural difference between the teacher and the subject matter. If it was a, if it was a black teacher, how do y'all think it would be different? It'd still be the same. I hear Elijah saying it would still because be the same because we learn the same stuff every year. Okay. It was just this one year that we didn't learn about slavery and okay. no Russia. For, for for the folks who haven't spoken yet, what do y'all think? Does it feel like it would be the same thing if the teacher was black? Is it the same reaction? I feel like it'd be different because like last year. When Miz did it, he did it different. Like he talked about, so he, just, he brought us deep into like how Chicago and how like the gangs and stuff had evolved, and how the police had changed and made it seem like it was a little changed it into like a bad thing. So he made us go back to like the core of it and how it all came out. That's probably what made his class funner because people started to like see like the other side of people, like why people do the things they do and why people gang bang and stuff like that. What I just heard from you was that it got to the core of something, right? Something that y'all experience in your day-to-day -day that you have to figure out how to maneuver through. It didn't just give you tools for how to deal with that. It helped you understand why that is the way it is. Does, yeah. that, does that seem right? Yeah. So, so rock with me for a second. Let's do a little exercise and let's try to imagine a little bit. Let's use this class that y'all talking about as an, ex <laughs> as an example. Will you lean with us and then <laughs> So imagine that, imagine that this place is free and that y'all had the power to shape that one class the way that you want it. In addition to the- to would just change the teacher, honestly. So it's just, it's just about the person. There's nothing about how it's set up or how yeah. it's designed? Okay. They be worried about the wrong Okay, so I'm hearing you, you want to be able to evaluate your teachers more? Okay. Not get rid of him, but yeah, they need to talk to him or something because, right, so like... I think he, I think he's trying to kill us. So I hear what y'all are saying. So let's talk about what the what the alternative could look like. He needs to go to PD. They need to tell him, like... What's PD? Professional development. Professional development, yeah. right? Now, he, he go to him, he don't listen. Right, like, don't they tell him something like, at least change up the subject a little bit or something? Because they don't. tell him that he not listening at all. So y'all so you'll feel like you don't even know what happens in the professional development room, right? Nah, we don't. It's like that's where they're supposed to learn to get better. Yeah, yeah, hold up, hold up. So I you know, I'm loving, I'm quiet, I'm loving what y'all saying, right? And it's all and I was waiting for somebody to mention professional development, because last week, uh brothers Dave Stovall and Rico um Gustin came in and did a workshop about actually teaching history, and there was a math teacher who got fired from a school because he gave a problem about um, slaves on a ship, right? There were so many slaves on the ship and they tried to overthrow um, the people, the white folks on the ship and a certain amount of them died, right? And so the question was how many slaves were left on the ship, right? And, and I think it was for shorties, right? It was a subtraction problem, so it was lower level math. But the point of the matter was when you constantly depict uh, people of color in negative and submissive lights, right? Then the people who represent those cultures that are depicted as submissive, they start to feel submissive and they start to feel like they're like, like less than who they are. And so what you guys can do with Uribe is say, hey, look, 
we're tired of seeing ourselves in this light of submission and you know being oppressed. We want to see ourselves in the in the, in the lights of greatness, right? Like what Mr. Miglietta did last year, who's a good friend of mine. He always talked about black people in positions of power, even through gangs, right? Right, in positions of power, in positions of excellence, in positions of command, and in positions of um, being able to mobilize and maneuver through an unjust world, right? And I know you guys, so what I'm proposing to you is that you say, hey, Mr. Uribe, we just want to see ourselves in a better depiction. We want to see ourselves in greatness, not always as slaves. Where were the black folks who were excelling? Where are the black folks who were resisting, Right. So I just want you guys to think about it. It's a way to approach it. He were, he was at those PDs, so remind him about the PDs that you know he was at. Okay? Hold him accountable to that. Hey, y'all, one at a time, please. Like I was telling Shani, like, we didn't originate from slavery, so why is we first learned, like, that bad setting? I was saying, like, that's what me kind of taught us, like, how right. we migrated into right. different places around the world from Africa and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. So it's like if you frame history as beginning at that point, then you lose sight of all the, the history that extends beyond that. We be telling him that stuff. What Bully said, tell him we don't want to learn about this type of stuff. We be telling him, he say, like, he just don't care. He don't, he old. Like, Blash and Mix actually taught us where we was originated from, where we came from, no matter if it's from Europe, well, what do you say? Africa. Africa. My, <laughs> we uh, like migrated all over the world to Europe and all, all sorts of parts of the world. Now we just learned about how slaves got hung, which slave got hung. <laughs> What tree? What type of tree? Was it an old tree? They was tree? being sold for money. So, so this is this is powerful. What, if it was a peso, they got sold for. This is powerful. So, so we we started this conversation checking in around the theme of freedom, and so from the conversation of freedom, y'all have been like sharing how frustrated you are about how you were taught about the history of slavery and our oppression, right? So, also in our last couple conversations, I think like John was a, a, a good example of it. Uh, is like y'all in this school, there's a history of students here organizing and like making change and making impact, right? So in terms of wanting to learn more about freedom, what type of things can y'all as students do to come together to whether it's addressing the administration, if the teacher's not responding, if it's making something within a student group, what, what are some things y'all think that could happen to make that learning experience more free? In student voice, we can like try to set up a, a meeting with the teacher and the principal, but uh, from past, you know, experience, uh, they're not going to listen. Tell me more about that. Why not? How you know that? Like last year, and right, I was there uh, last year. What happened? Uh, Mix got fired. But we have a different principal. Why? Yeah, well, you're right. We don't have to get into all the nitty gritty of it. But was it something? Uh, why? Why did this teacher that y'all seem to really like get fired? It's either because the last principal didn't like him. Or he, or it was because that he was doing something actually great for the school, and she didn't, and he was a white male, and she didn't like it. I don't really actually know why, why he got fired. Should y'all know? I mean, I think I think we kind of know because he kind of told us to like um, put like a survey, like not log our teachers, but like evaluate them. Yeah, yeah. We basically just evaluated the principal because she wasn't really here doing her job or whatever. I didn't even know the and principal to be honest. Yeah, like, I only seen her like twice last like, year. Somebody right. show me. And he low key helped us get us 
he lucky helped us get her fired before he got fired. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> that, that and then out, he yeah. he just came up. They called him down. We was in a class. They called him down. He came up with a pink slip, and it was that. So so that's deep. So a teacher helped y'all organize and evaluate the principal, and the principal got fired. But that teacher who did that work also is not here anymore. How is how does the new administration compare? Whack. <laughs> They ass top they flight. They do too much. They top flight. Miss Molly more top flight than she was last year. How long? Tell even no Miss Molly so, last year. I never seen her walk so right. fast. We thank y'all so much. This is this is solid. We're gonna uh, pick up where we left off. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> the main point of this is that you know what we do is we share conversations with people who are reimagining what the city can look like. And sometimes they're famous. Sometimes they're not famous. That's the work that we've been doing as a class together in here. So y'all's thoughts, y'all's voices, y'all's perspectives should be heard in the same way as other people's voices. So we're making an episode with y'all's voices and y'all's thoughts and y'all's perspectives on the radio. All right, so let's check on in, right? We, we doing the same thing. Obviously the only difference outside of us having microphones is that for some of us, our backs are facing each other. So let's be aware, cognizant of that, right? Because as we talked about when we were making our do's and don'ts, eye contact is really important for conversation. And we're not just talking to be talking, right? So listen to what everybody is still saying and try to be in response to that. But let's check in. We're going to go table to table. We're going to start with the yellow mic and you can do your name, how you feeling on a scale of one to 10 and a place of time where you feel free. Hello, my name is Lourdes. Um, I feel like an 11. A time and place where I feel free is when I'm at dance practice and I just get a chance to express myself. My name is Kurt. Uh, I'm feeling like a, a 8 or a 9 because I didn't want to come back to school. The time and place where I feel free is when I'm playing basketball. You know, I just like playing basketball. For sure. I don't think about nothing when I'm playing basketball. My name is Marquise. Um, I feel like a five, six. I'm pretty sleepy. Um, my favorite place when I feel free at home with my little sister, my mom. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's Z Money. Man, I'm feeling. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like a a nine point five. Um, you know, I'm kind of tired, but other than that, I'm cool. You didn't even say your name. Oh, right. I didn't say my name. Right, y'all already know what it the is. The listeners don't know who it is. All right, since y'all don't know what it is, it's Zaya, Zaya Maxson, AKA Z Money. And so, a time or a place where I feel free is in the kitchen, cause that's like my little art space, like where I do the like, you know, make my own food and you know just be chilling. So, you know, Jalen, my name's Jalen. I'm feeling like a 9.5 for the first time. Hey. That's not, that's not good. I'm always a 10. Oh, you always a 10. Oh, my bad. I'm always a 10. My bad. I thought, I thought that was you right. My fault. I'm just a little sleepy because you know, my week just been so. I've been I've been running on monsters and coffee and stuff, and I don't usually do all that, but I feel comfortable at home. And I also feel comfortable downtown. Okay. True, cool. true, true. Blue, all right, next table, blue, mic. blue mic. Hi, my name is Lorraine. I'm glad to be welcome to TMZ. Um, <laughs> I feel like a 10, and I feel free anywhere. Okay. My name's Somalia. Feeling like a 7 because I'm tired, and I meant to see Endgame yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, I feel free in my room when I'm on my phone and reading. Okay, my name is Fama. I'm happy, so a 10. I feel comfortable... I don't know, like just hanging out with people, I feel comfortable the most. 
My name is Nevaeh, and I'm feeling like a seven. And my safe space is the kitchen as well. My name Princess. I'm feeling like a ten. And the place <laughs> I feel free is uh, in the car, just blasting music. Yo. <laughs> 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 yeah. My name Mike. Uh, I'm feeling like a ten right now. I feel free when I'm on the court because it cleared my mind. <laughs> yeah. My name is Riza. I'm feeling like a 10. And a place I feel free is when I'm just home alone. Okay. Um, My name is Ajane. Um, I'm feeling like a 8 because cramps. But I'm feeling happy too because I got a job at the YMCA. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, place I feel free at is home, just playing with my nephew. My name Greg, as in G R E G. Uh, I'm like a, I'm like a seven. Uh, yeah, I feel free any gym. I just feel free. Uh, I'm Abdul. Uh, I feel like a, a, a eight, fast and started, so I'm be tired a lot. Place I feel comfortable in my room because it's just me. Yeah, that's it. My name Nautica. I'm at like a five. Place I feel free anywhere. I don't got a specific place. My name is Jasmine. I'm a seven, and a place I feel free is in the room by myself. My name is Jayla. Um, I'm an eight. You know, I started my fasting today, and. Uh, a place where I feel free is at home, recording, writing, and you know, what you know, singing my music and stuff. So, yeah. My name is Josh. Um, I'm feeling like like a nine because I'm still sleepy. Place where I feel safe is at home when I'm either making bracelets or drawing or playing video games. What's up, y'all? It's Damon. Uh, I'm at about a solid nine, I would say. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for life in this time. Um, places where I feel free, definitely on the basketball court. When I have space alone at home, where I'm able to like write or meditate. Um, uh, driving sometimes, like if it's not bad traffic, like be able to just drive on Lakeshore or, you know, I don't know, the Dan Ryan, if, if I'm able to hit the gas a little bit, play some music. Where's the Dan Ryan? Who is Dan Ryan? I, man, I learned that at some point. He's some white dude. I forgot. Yeah, he he like Bill. I don't know. That's a good question. I I definitely learned that before like sixth grade. Yeah, he got he got a woods and everything. Yeah, it was a dude, a dude named Daniel Ryan of some sort. Yup. Here is a, a fun fact on who Dan Ryan is, the more you know. Daniel B. Dan Ryan Jr. was a Chicago insurance broker and the president of the Cook County Board of Commissioners from 1954 to his death. Ooh. Sounds like a crook. He, 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 he was the one who, like, promoted building the superhighways. Um, yeah, he definitely sounds like a crook. Yeah. That's like a, a very minimal job to get a highway name for you. <laughs> you. You made a highway. It's like Eisenhower, who was a president, and the guy who made the highway. Right, go ahead. You want anyway, to I'm Daniel. Uh, I'm at, like, a, like an eight. Thank y'all. And mine is shared is I love where I feel most free is on a summer day when the sun is like low in the sky and you're on Lakeshore and music's playing and the windows are down and you're with someone who you care about. What music? 
Depends on the song. I'm trying to think, what's the last thing that I do? I do like when a new album comes out and I'm like, I think I'm going to like this. I do what I call the Lakeshore test where I put it on really loud and I get on Lakeshore and I'm going up and down. Um, so I'm thinking, well, the last time I did that with, yeah, the, the Pivot Gang is this group from out west and they had a project that just dropped. And so that was the last album that I did that with a couple of days ago. Um, peace, y'all. It's your boy Bully in the building. <laughs> Um, period, Pooh. <laughs> period, Pooh. <laughs> he out here. Original Z money. <laughs> I, I feel, I'm definitely, I'm a 10. Um, Ramadan started. Fasting starts. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to celebrate it, not, not my. <laughs> so, so I, I, hey, one mic. One mic, one mic, one mic. The place I feel most free. A uh, few places um, at home, definitely traveling with my family, and um, and when I'm working out, and I'm like Daniel listening to a brand new album that's come out when I work when I'm working out. Um, last album that I listened to was Styles P new album. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Thank you all for sharing. First and foremost, um, one thing that stood out was so the question that we asked was where do you feel free. And so what I heard were a couple other words that y'all kind of used interchangeably with free. I heard where I feel most comfortable, where I feel most safe, where I feel most relaxed. So I'm curious for y'all, do you feel like those words mean, obviously there are different words, but do you feel like they basically mean the same thing or are there differences between like safety and re relaxation or comfort and freedom? Like how do y'all think of it? Are they the same meaning or different meanings? I think they usually have like a general meaning or like the same like sort of definition when you're talking about them. Like when you're free, you don't feel stressed or you don't feel um, like angered or stuff like that. You feel relaxed. You feel chill. You feel cool. You know, you feel safe. And so basically those words just mean the same. You know? Cool. I saw a hand over here. Um, I feel like freedom means like. You like to have the power to, to act or like speak up. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I personally think freedom means to uh, be confident in something that you like doing or you feel like that you're good at. People use like they like change the word free to, to like comfortable or you know like relaxing because most people don't like. Use the word free. It's not funny. Like they don't use the word free because like of the past. Like you know how it's like like slavery and all that. Maybe it's just all in one. Cause some people can just feel like they self when they free. Say instead of like saying free, they'll tell you how they will feel when they free. Like change the word. I think that when you feel free, that's <laughs> that's when you feel at your very best. Like. You feel like you're you, if that makes sense. Like you could be anything or do anything. And when you feel safe, I think that's just when you feel comfortable in whatever you're doing or where you are. So it's the distinction between being able to like uh, be safe in your action versus like be safe in who you are. Like the freedom is like no matter who you are, even besides what you're doing, it's who you are that, that can come through. Is that what you're saying? Cool. Yeah, yeah, how back on my... I feel like it's like, it's that one time, because you're not free all the time. That's one thing. You're, you're never free all the time, unless you just don't got a job or a school or anything to do. You just, I feel like that one time when you just want to be free is like that one time you get a break from like reality. You know? mm. That's like when you just get that break 
to like clear your mind of like all stress, everything you got going on, that's when you feel like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. like what you want to do, you know? What one main place where you free is really like when you six feet under. Mm -hmm. I feel like nobody's free in a certain way. You only free like when you to yourself, but in society, you're not really free. That's deep. Mm, that, that is super deep. I can't, I can't, yeah, that's, thank you for that. Um, word, so I hear comfort, I hear power, I hear safety, I hear like being within yourself, right? I hear like kind of like reprieve from reality. We, we got a lot of definitions of what it means to be free. And we've been talking for the last few weeks about this school environment. Right, so just real quick, I have a feeling I know what y'all gonna say based on our previous conversations. But off top, how, do we feel that we are free in this space when you come into this building? Do you free, feel free in this school? I, I saw I saw Zaire, and, and, and then we'll, we'll come over here. I think it's a bit of 50-50 in, in this school specifically because a lot of people be fake, to be honest, you know. They're, they're not being free and they're not being their true selves. And that, you know, there are certain places and certain times where like, you know, you could be free and be yourself. Like there are certain there are certain teachers and certain people that I trust that I'd be around that like I could just be myself. Like like bully I could be like just chill with uh our band counselors more. I could just be chill around him. But other teachers are like I just you know, I don't really mess with them like that. So I don't really think you're being free or being honest with yourself hundred percent of the time when you're at school. Or this school at least. I'm hearing like being authentic is a big part of freedom. You at you asking that? <laughs> Number one, I agree with Nautica because it's still like, even if you free, you still not free in this society. But number two, I feel free in this space. I feel like especially around bully because he actually lets you be yourself and things like that. I, I'm gonna go up doing it, then, then, you, then you next. Okay. I um. <laughs> It's like it's certain groups you could be free with, or like certain people you could be free with, only if it's like mutual. But if it's not mutual, then there's no point because if I'm being free with you and you're not being free with me, then it's like being free by myself. It requires trust. Yeah. 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 Lorraine. I feel like when different individuals people be free, I feel like they be judged because how they act or how they express themselves. And people always got something to say about them people. But I feel like you can't control people's opinions. So people gonna say what they wanna say. And period. Yeah. I actually agree with everybody. With Zaya, I feel like he is right. Like with certain teachers in here, you gotta act a certain way. Like he said with Bully, you could act yourself, but when you with other teachers, you gotta show that you like, you showing them the high expectations that you, that they want you to be at, but you know in yourself that you're not really there and you need to work on yourself. But they want more and you can't really get them more, mm. but you try to. And then like, um, like what Lorraine said, do people do be judged when they act they self. They everybody wants somebody to act a certain way. And that's not how it's supposed to be. You can only really act yourself when you around people that know you and stuff like that. That's beautiful. We got we got Jalen and Abdul. I wanna agree. People will judge you for trying to be yourself. And I and that's like a reason. Like some people tend to be somebody they're not. Some people feel like they can't be comfortable 
to be herself around like certain people. And I always, I told this dude right here, I told Zaire like, don't try to be somebody else. Just be yourself, no matter who you're around. Cause if you try to be somebody else your whole like your whole entire life, and then when you get comfortable and you be yourself, you gonna you, people gonna change. Cause then you're not that person you they thought you were. Uh, it's like going back to what we said last week, and like what Nautica said is like being you around like in, in certain environments. It's like knowing your personnel. Like some teachers we can connect to because they know us, or like we've been around them longer, and like some teachers we just can't be us. Like for example, like we would bully like we got him probably like three classes a day, but then we go to another teacher and then we got him for like one period, and he probably knew like Mr. You like we're not gonna act the same. Well, we are, but like the class environment gonna be way different, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that's important. So then the, the question is like, do you change to meet that different environment or do you continue being you and then deal with the repercussions of that, you know? I think it should be both. Yeah, yeah, let's come, let's come around. And yeah, so we got Fama and then, then over here, then we got Nanika again. <clears throat> I feel like, I feel like you shouldn't change who you are to a personal body or a new environment. Like you just go in there, just be yourself. I mean, like they always say, the first impression matters. All right, so, so I want to uh, bounce on what Jalen said because I ain't going to get into specifics, but I was doing something that I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing, trying to be something that I know I'm not. And, you know, I was just being out of pocket trying to be something that I knew I wasn't finna be and wasn't finna help me in my, you know, life. So Jalen said it not some sense in my head. You know, that's why you're my slime. You know, you know. <laughs> And that's just the main thing. You got you just gotta stay true to yourself and just be who you know you are, and not trying to impress nobody with you know trying to do shit that you know you can't do. So yeah. Well, to add on to what Jalen had previously said, I think that it's really hard to actually find out who you are because I mean, as a teenager, you're going through so many different things. Like, how do you know actually who you are? It's just a matter of finding a group of friends who you know will support you through whatever you do and help you make those good decisions. I think that's when you really find out more about yourself, not necessarily who you are, but who you can become, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> I got a, a good example for what Abdul said about like being around teachers like that. Okay, so in bully class, he gave us homework. We know if we gonna do it or not. So he know if we gonna do it or not. So it's like we not gonna act different if we go to a different class. In his class, we don't do homework. So I don't know why in other classes they expect us to do it, but that's because we act different around him than other teachers. If that makes sense, if y'all understand what I'm saying. Yeah, me personally, I'm going to act myself in front of a teacher. I don't care. Like, it's it's hard not acting like myself. And I feel like a lot of students, they they put on an act for teachers just because they want to actually reach their expectations. But it's really like if you if you know you act like just act like you'll just be yourself. It's nothing bad about being yourself just to show out in front of some teachers that you're not even gonna see in the next five years. Like. All right, so I know we got Jalen Foreman and the Lotus. I just wanna, I wanna add to this uh, something for y'all to think about and respond to as we going around. Um, so we, we've talked a lot about what happens in the school environment that makes people not act themselves, right? Whether it's peer to peer, the way that we can be toxic and kind of bully each other 
and talk about people, but also between faculty and, and, and teachers and students, right? There's these imbalances of power sometimes, and there's like conflict that doesn't get addressed. So in this in this conversation, we're talking about being free and being our authentic selves. I also would like to hear like with our power, what can we create to make this environment more healthy? Or what can we use, whether it's in the student voice group and the peer-to-peer counseling that y'all do um, to, to address making this environment a space where people feel comfortable being their authentic selves. So I just want to, want to throw that out there as we go around. It's kind of reflecting on what Lord said, like, how do you know who you are? And I feel like, all right, I, I agree with you. Cause like you're a teenager, you're not supposed to know who you are yet. Like you're not old, but like how I think about it is like, who would you want to be? Not as in like be somebody else, but what would you want to be like when you get older and like succeed in life and grow? Like, that's the whole point. Like, you're growing, you're going to change sometimes, but not all the time. Like, if you have that mentality of just keeping it positive and how you just want to move like move on through life, that's how you, that's who you're going to be. That's how you know. That's who you are. You're a futurist. Mm, that is so deep. Yeah. Futurist. Um, I feel like it's, um, it's up to you whether you want to be yourself in the environment. It's like... Not everybody can say, okay, I'm going to do this so you can feel comfortable, you can feel comfortable. It's up to you whether you want to feel comfortable in that space. And it's really up to you if you want to show everybody who you really are. Because some situations, like, you can't really be yourself because, like, your response may not be healthy or what they're looking for. Mm. Like, yeah, you can be yourself, but if you know yourself is not the the best person in certain environments, then maybe you should kind of, like, change it. Mm. Mm. That's important. I feel like you should not be around people who makes you feel like you should be somebody that they want you to be. And I feel like if you're going to be around somebody that you're not comfortable around, then I feel like you're just stressing yourself out and you're not being free. And yeah. About like being yourself, like you as a person shouldn't be like one dimensional. So like your behavior should change based on your environment, but like the basis of like who you are shouldn't change if that makes sense. Mm That's a, yeah. That sounds like a tricky thing to balance. Yeah. You, and I'm, I'm curious, what, does that seem right to other people? It's like, yeah. the feeling is like, you know who you are and you're the same person, but how you interact, how, how you, you react, how do you adapt, that can change space to space. Yeah. My mom tells me every day before I leave out the house, be a leader, not a follower. And that like carries on through life. Like, if you follow somebody else's footsteps, they're going to leave you in their footsteps. Like, they're going to be... Focus on them and using you. That's why you got to be your own leader. That's why I pick a group full of leaders, you know? So we all lead. We all lead. We never follow each other. We all lead each other to something great. So I want to go back on what Abdul said. I kind of got an example where um, you know, like you, you know your core values and you know who you are as a, like as a person, but the way you re- react and interact with people changes on your environment. So back in grade school, I went to this like, like 95% Latino school where everyone knew like Spanish and that made me want to learn Spanish and like interact with people like that. And, you know, and like every time someone tried to talk to me, I would like try to say something in Spanish to try to fit in, you know, try to like ASA, like, like, you know, I was trying to fit in cause everyone was saying that. <laughs> so then I went to Uplift and it was completely different. <laughs> and so it was, it was a majority of like African-American school. So I had to completely change my like the way I talk to people and, you know, 
<laughs> so, right, yeah, like downfall, like on bro and stuff like that. You know, you gotta say stuff like that. <laughs> and so, right, I had to, I had to rewire my entire like slang, like you know. And so I still know who I am. And I still know like my core values and my morals. I just had to adjust the way I talk to people because based on my environment. So why do you have to change your environment to fit in with the environment? Oh wait, well, so what was your question? She asking like, why would you? Yeah, why you can't just like if you want to speak if you if your old school speaks Spanish you come here speaking Spanish why did you want to fit in like a black culture like this I don't know I guess that's a great question think about it's a good question yeah I guess I guess uh, I think for Zaire's situation I think when you're new to a school and you don't really know people like that I think it's really easy to just want to fit in. So you would do almost anything anybody else was doing just so that you could fit in. Like if you see someone else acting a goofy and you see that they're getting a lot of attention and a lot of, you know what I mean, like just attention in general, then you'd be like, oh, okay. If he's doing that and he's getting attention, then if I do it, then I would get attention too, right? Great point. See, that's the leader, not be a leader, not a follower. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like being a follower, but. Like, in some situations, I feel like you have to be a follower in order to become a leader. Like, it depends on your, the situation, though, because you can't just follow somebody if they're doing something stupid, but like, if they're leading you in the right path, sometimes you have to follow. Mm. What? Can you be a little more specific? It's okay if you don't have a specific. I can't buy the, that's fine. There you go. Um, I actually agree with uh, Kirk. Um, I feel like at some point in everybody's life, they have been a follower or still is. Like, because in order to become a leader, you have to know what you was doing wrong in order to change who you are and, like, try to figure out who you are. Like, you know you're not that person or so you want to be yourself and you learn that, like, this not true, so you gotta become a leader from becoming a follower. From that growth of learning yeah. that where your shortcomings. That's a beautiful thing, yeah. Um, I don't know, I feel like you do have to become a follower to be a leader, but like, you just become a follower in the right way. Like, you being a follower to somebody that's actually leading you to good things in life. How do you, uh, and this is a hard question, I think even for, for anybody, how do you know when to follow, who to follow, how do you know, you know, whether it's a right path or a wrong path, or is it just a trust thing? I feel like... Well, come around, I want to give you a I chance. I feel like you should already know who, who you're dealing with, and especially if you, like, I feel like if you know them already, you should know what they're going to get you into. Mm. Um, I think it's trust, like a friend, or like your parents, even like not all parents are good parents, but if they, you know teaching you life and about life and what to do with it. I think that you should follow that and then, you know, become a leader of that, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like to know, like, who a good leader is, if, like, if they, like, have did what you want to do in life, like, with your career, or if they're successful, or if, like, they gave you advice and it made you go, well, wow, I need to change this or I need to change that. I feel like that's like a good person to follow. Or if, I mean, you really like with some people, they may seem like a good person to follow, but then it kind of change and then it could be the wrong person because they could make it seem like, oh, they lead you in a good direction and turn around and lead you in a bad direction. 
So we're not get, we're gonna run out of time in a couple of minutes, and we're probably not gonna get to everyone who had their hands up. So what I want to do is uh, in the in, in in these last thoughts for today, and I think this is a great jumping off point. We we're talking a lot about leadership and following. Let's just start thinking for next week, like what are the qualities not that you that make you want to follow someone, but when you think about like if I'm gonna be a leader, uh, what what does that look like? What kind of leader do I want to be? So that's just, I'm planting that seed for next week. What are you gonna oh. say? Hey guys, you should actually follow me on Instagram. No, no, I really just getting the plug. Taylor, Anyone have a last last? You had a question. So how do you know like you a leader? Like you know how like when you very young and you get in trouble, and like one of your teachers be like, I look at you as a leader because you got so much influence, but you don't see yourself as that. But yeah, so I think that's a real. So that's a good question. Like, how do you know if you're a leader? I think another theme that was we were talking about a lot earlier is like authenticity, right? Like, uh -huh. how do you know when you're being your real self? What is your true self? So I think next week that I want to continue with those two themes and figure out in what ways this space or this environment where they force us all to be together for eight hours a day, how we can like answer some of those questions in the classroom or in the school space. Go ahead, go ahead, take the mic. You 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 know like if you're a leader because some of the like some of the people you start hanging around they'll like start like kind of like rubbing out like start acting like you kind of like yeah. a little bit not like trying to be you but like you'll see like some similarities like mm -hmm. of how you would like act or like they'll start thinking like you.